This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And really, good Erev Yom Tov, everybody. What a very special Erev Shabbos this is. Tomorrow, Mitz Hashem. We have the privilege of beginning the fourth Sefer of the Torah. We begin the Book of Bamidbar, and we read Parshas Bamidbar. Interesting, in Parshas Bamidbar, there are no mitzvos of the 613. Interestingly, on the Yom Tov of Shavuos, unlike all the other holidays, which has its unique mitzvah for each individual. Each individual has to hear the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Each individual has to eat the matzah, sit in the sukkah. But here, there is only one communal mitzvah, and that's dependent on our having a Beis HaMikdash, the bringing of the special korban of the Shtehalechem, which, please God, will come back to. A very interesting idea. And that might be, first of all, that our focus is not on any one specific mitzvah, but our accepting of the mitzvos in their entirety. As we read the Aseris Hadibros, please God, this Sunday, and according to Rav Gaon, Rather than calling it Ten Commandments, it's really Ten Categories, because within these Ten Categories are really the 613 mitzvot that we are accepting. So we don't focus on any one. But interestingly, as we'll talk in a few moments, there are the minhagim, the customs of Shavuos, which take on a life unto themselves, and it shows that our acceptance is not only of mitzvos, but even of laws which are derabbanan, and even the minhagim, the customs as well, we embrace on Shavuos. Interesting that the Shulchan Aruch tells us, we always read Parshas Bamidbar before Matan Torah, before the Yom Tov of Shavuos. And I'd like to suggest as a possibility, the idea behind this is that when we count, as indeed that is the theme of Parshas Bamidbar, counting of B'nai Yisrael, and the message is that every Jew counts. Similarly, in conjunction with Shavuos, that is the message. Every Jew counts, and every Jew is important. And I'd like to share with you a very poignant medrash, it's the Yalkut Shimoni, who says, take note that the first and the second of the Ten Commandments, which were spoken to the entire nation of Israel, are in the first person. It doesn't say, Onochi Hashem Elokeichem, I am your God, 
in the plural, speaking to the entire nation. In the singular, speaking to each and every one individually. In the second commandment. And the Yalkut goes on to say that each individual understood the Dibros in accordance with their unique intellectual understanding. And he bases this on the Pasuk, Kol Hashem Bekoach. It doesn't say Bekocho, referring to the strength and the power and majesty of God, but rather Kol Hashem Bekoach. Bakoach means each one in accordance with his ability. And the Medjish goes on to say, don't be amazed that there was this personalized prophecy that each individual experienced, because if this was true regarding the man that had a different taste for each and every individual, then similarly, when it comes on the intellectual level, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was able to deliver a prophecy to each and every individual that they would understand each of the Dibros in accordance with their ability. And that's why when we focus for a moment and realize what is it that we are celebrating, Emir Hashem, this coming Sunday. So be aware that if you take out the Kriyas HaTorah for this Sunday, coming from Parshas Yisro, we begin with chapter 19. And if you take a look at Pasuk 9 in chapter 19, Hashem says to Moshe, tell the people, this is what is to happen at Sinai. I will come to you, says Hashem to Moshe, literally in the thickness of the cloud. That the people will hear my communicating with you. They will be completely sure that I communicated with you. And they will be spectators to this event. And as a result of this, they will believe and trust in you, that you are the Av and Adon Hanavi'im, the father, master of all the prophets. Fine. And then the Pasuk tells us that Moshe brings the response of the people to Hashem. Vayagid Moshe is Am El Hashem. And Rashi tells us a fantastic response that Moshe brings to Hashem on behalf of the people. Says Rashi, the people responded, Oh no, we don't want to come to the mountain and be spectators. They want to hear the revelation, not from me, but from you, directly, Hashem. In Adome, you can't compare. The one who hears from an intermediary, or the one that hears straight from the king. It's our desire, 
It's our desire to literally see and have this direct communication with Hashem. This is what we are celebrating on Shavuos, a personalized relationship with Hashem vis-à-vis the Torah. And the late Rabbi Issa Zalman Meltzer, Sechet Tzadik Levracha, would say in the name of the Shalah that Shavuos is the Rosh Hashanah of Ruchnias. If a person is mispalel on Rosh Hashanah for greater clarity and growth in Torah, that helps a great deal. And Rav Yashiv said, look here, we know that at Matan Torah, those who were sick were healed. Those who were in need of Rafua Shlema got it. Therefore, when they make the Mishabeirach this coming Sunday morning in Shul on Shavuos for the Cholim, respond to it and listen with a great degree of Kavanah, intent, because we literally want to cash in on this very special time, the time of Kabbalah's HaTorah. I'd like to share with you some of the Minhagim customs that we have. But before we get there, I want to remind you, number one, that this Shabbos is a Shabbos. And every Shabbos we're obligated to eat Shalosh Seudos. Usually, and especially this time of the year, we eat Shalashudos late in the afternoon, which is fine. We can't do so late in the afternoon this Shabbos, because there's the Halacha as found in the first daf in Arvi Psachim, that we are to go into, quote, Shabbos and Yom Tov with a healthy appetite. And therefore, whether you split your lunch to make the second half of your lunch or your dessert of your lunch, your, your Shalosh Seudos, but there are different ways. But if you are eating Shalashudas in the afternoon, make sure that it is earlier rather than later, so that, as I said, you have that healthy appetite for the Yom Tov meal. Talking about the Yom Tov meal, while many people are taking in Shabbos early, you cannot take in Shavuos early because of that one word, Tamimos. We finish counting the Omer Friday night, tonight, and we are not to recite Kiddush on Motsoi Shabbos, welcoming in the Yom Tov of Shavuos until it is definitively dark. There are others that wait for Mayriv until it is definitively dark in order to have Tamimos seven full weeks of counting between Pesach and Shavuos. The minhag is to stay awake on Shavuos night. Some say that it is to 
atone for the fact that the Jewish nation overslept on the morning of Kabbalah Satora. How could they sleep when they were so excited? But perhaps they thought that they would be getting their prophecy in their sleep. And Moshe has to wake them up because their level of prophecy was upgraded. And just like Moshe received his prophecy when they were awake, when he was awake, so too the Jewish people at Sinai. The Ramah tells us in the one Simon of the Yom Tov of Shavuos, which is Simotav Tzadi Dalid, the Minhagav putting greens, and it's extended to flowers in the synagogue and homes, a reminder to us that Hashem bedecked the mountain with greens, reminding them and us, Vayosem Midbara Ke'eden. Torah has the capacity to transform a desert into a garden of Eden. And this has happened so many times where you have a community where there was not a Torah observant locus and then Baruch Hashem, Jewish observant, Torah learning, families moved in and the community was transformed. Vayosem Midbara, the Torah has the capacity to transform a desert into an Eden. There is the custom of eating dairy on the first day of Shavuos and the standard reason that's brought down is that when Moshe came down, he said, my goodness, there's a whole new set of dietary laws and the kalim, the utensils that we were using heretofore, we cannot use. And there are laws of shechita, ritual slaughter, etc. The Ramah brings a fascinating um, concept in order to remember, as I mentioned before, the one biblical mitzvah for Shavuos, which is a communal mitzvah, which is that they brought an offering of two loaves on Shavuos, two loaves made of wheat, two loaves that were chametz, in contrast to the mincha of the offering of barley that was brought the Omer on the second day of Pesach. So what some families do for lunch on the first day of Shavuos is have a plastic tablecloth, plastic cutlery, plastic plates, have two challahs, have the first part of the meal dairy, blintzes, sour cream, sing zamiros, dvar Torah, take it all away. Now, you have a table set for meat. Wash your mouth, have little l'chaim. 
you don't have to bench between the dairy and the meat, but you need to bring out two more loaves, because you can't use the same bread, the same challah that you've used for a dairy meal with the meat. Hence, the bringing out of two more loaves is a reminder to us of the Shtei Alechem. Finally, on the second day of Shavuos, we read the book of Rus. There is Haskoras Neshamos. We have the recitation of Yiskor. And I take this opportunity to urge everyone to recognize God chose us and there's one thing and one thing only that makes us unique from all other peoples and that is the Torah and that is what we are celebrating on Shavuos Ashrenu Matov Chalkeinu How privileged and how special is our lot. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum, his family, and all our listeners a most meaningful Kabbalah's HaTorah. Shabbat Shalom and a good Yom Tov to all.